0: Today's episode is a slightly different kind of episode. The last couple weeks I've had the pleasure of connecting with a few different listeners of the podcast, uh, guys who've also taken the Archetype Challenge. And one of these guys, uh, his name is Mishka, happens to live in Thailand. He happens to be on the island that uh, I'm currently on, Koh So it seemed crazy to not do our coaching session uh, that came with the Archetype Challenge in person. And uh, in our coaching session we spoke, we went pretty deep into you know, obviously his personal life, but specifically the dark masculine archetype and uh, you know we work through a, a current relationship he has of navigating that archetype and his intimate connection and uh, I felt like actually after our coaching session I kind of felt like it should have been recorded because you know if you listen to the podcast I did a, an episode on the dark masculine conceptually a couple months ago I think it's one of our more popular episodes on the podcast but in speaking with Mishka I feel like we got a little more direct into answering the question of how to navigate or how to embody the dark masculine, specifically when you're with a woman who is maybe giving you signals that make it seem like it's not okay. How do you navigate your own shame? How do you maintain a heart connection while embodying your carnal, sexual, earthy, predator nature? Um, How do you navigate consent? And actually, even though in this episode, uh, we kind of worked off of our coaching session from a couple weeks ago. We do, we do spend some time more in like the darker end of intimate relating. I think this episode also answers the question what do you do when your needs and your woman's needs seem to not be able to coexist? Because I think a lot of guys get tripped up on that of like well someone's gonna have to fail and this is where negative compromises happen and our people get resentful at each other and it kills the mojo between two people. Um, Whereas there's actually a way to navigate this that maybe doesn't seem obvious at first. But anyway, I I really commend Mishka for this episode uh, of his vulnerability of actually sharing about his life and uh, giving us an opportunity to apply the dark masculine concepts to real life in a practical way. Right now you're listening to episode 102, Integrating Dark Masculine and Heart Connection. The Rwando Podcast is an exploration of the unconscious and the game of life. Be sure to visit Ruwando.com to get a preview chapter of my upcoming book, Infinite Play, and free access to my content library. Enjoy the show.
1: What's been going on with that? So what's been going on with that is that um so it took the you know, the realizations of last time that if I don't know, just try anyway. Mm-hmm. And um and just the, the the fact of like like if I reject myself before I can find out yeah. whether it's a yes or a no, it's always going to be a no, yeah. right? So I um, went with that realization and and just with my confidence and and just with a with a good vibe, and um, yeah, maybe it was the next day or the same day. I can't remember. I arrived at her house, and I was just feeling good. Was really feeling in my energy, and I think she was like doing dishes or something. Yeah, and I just like came behind her and like we started kissing, and yeah, I was like feeling a. Lot, you know i was really feeling my sexual energy and there was like a lot of that um between us and it was fun and it was exciting and it was like really like charged um and yeah i was like quite in in like that taking assertive dark masculine sort of yeah energy and and it was fun but then it again got to the point where she went from body language being very clearly like a yes to Uh to that like which I can't, like, in, in, how do you call it, Inter- interpret? Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, just kind of, like, I'm not sure now uh-huh. anymore. And, and and so instead of, like, stopping or, or freezing as it was before, I was, like, I was, and still my, my best, my interest was to, to have a, you know, amazing experience for both, but I wasn't scared of, you know, doing something wrong or, yeah. or getting a no, uh-huh. right? So that was the thing, um... We, we got down to last time, so I just went from that, and um, yeah, it didn't go that well <laughs> because because she has a kind of a, I guess, she has like some trauma around like men not caring, yeah, right. And and the old me would have like the old me w- was like really like asking permission and being like really like setting container and, uh-huh. and that sort of stuff, and and like I've always got really positive feedback from that but anyway so now I was exploring this and I wasn't doing what I'd usually do and this and just kept kind of playing and I I, this, I thought what's happening is which I later found out was accurate was that her he, she was in her head right. her body wanted to, to continue but like some part of her head you know had doubts or fears or you know I'm not safe this sort of stuff um, but, so I was like okay like instead of both getting in our head I'm just gonna like I didn't go, do anything hectic, but I just kept, like, maybe kissing her body and just kind of, like, you know, just seeing, like, I, w- I kept being with my desire, in a way. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't like, go into, you know, big extent with that, like, I didn't, you know, like, go to... You did extreme. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, um, but then, yeah, it, like, really triggered her, like, uh-huh. it really triggered her. Um, yeah. Her her trauma of, of you know men not caring or not, not being considerate and stuff and then especially when I told about my mindset and what I was like doing, like like first it didn't land well because she uh-huh. was like like you know I'd wish to know if you're trying out things like this <laughs> like and that was my first initial plan was to, to talk about it but I came yeah. in and it was it was just it was like it was on you know like yeah the energy was there and it was happening so so that's what happened but so yeah. It, so so it's been about integrating those teams. Okay. Like, okay. Okay, I ask you
0: totally. Do you, do you guys feel closer now after that? Uh, yeah, that like that made us feel closer yeah. For okay. Sure. So yeah. I, say, I mean cuz I I mean I don't know how much you want to share but last time we spoke it seemed that we identified there was a fear of a, that negative discomfort. Yeah. As if it was like a final like oh you lose the game. That's not yeah. true, right? Yeah. Like you know you had discomfort. You actually probably created more discomfort this time than in previous times. But in the result, you're closer together. Yeah. And I think you, I'm guessing you probably both trust each other more.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was definitely like worth
1: it, and it was I, it was just necessary. And uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, a lot of the things you shared, I think, really you touched on a lot of interesting things, like just the fact that you said her body was into it, but her mind wasn't. Yeah. It's like you know we have we have multiple we're not one thing, right? We have these multiple uh, parts of ourselves, our brain, and relating with a woman, you have to kind of deal with all, you know, you're relating to all parts of her. Yeah. So, well, great stuff. Yeah,
1: and that was, that was like one of the topics I wanted to discuss in general, and, and it's, it's, it's beautiful that, you know, we could weave in like a real life example, but just that that topic of balancing those two things, uh-huh. like balancing in, in you know, integrating that carefulness um, of 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 crossing boundaries and that consideration of of her experience and, and you know for her to f- to feel safe and all that and like in in like a sexual situation or let's say like in like in the bedroom situation and and also like elsewhere just flirting or dancing whatever just but balancing these two energies because you know there's so many women have trauma so it's like like sometimes I have even fear of like like I've, I've it's it's definitely better now, but like even flirting or being like really bold with something, just because the fear of being judged as as like this, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, after the Me Too movement and all these yeah, sort of yeah. things, just being being judged as like this. I don't know how would you describe it? Like perpetrator or, or just yeah. like
0: too? Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky because, I mean, to really, I mean, from the man's world, to really be, uh, to really navigate this, you kind of have to expect that everyone's acting through their wounds and kind of forgive them for yeah. it, you know? Because, I mean, so many guys your age and our age are also traumatized by being called perpetrators before they've mm. ever done anything. It's kind of like this back and forth exactly. uh, inhibitions being, yeah. But so I think you know I commend you on doing this step of risking perpetration because you've probably healed a little bit of both of you, the two of you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But yeah, just like but even like, like
1: ecstatic dance or all these sort of situations then balancing like, like how can I, like just be in full self acceptance of what's happening inside me and yeah. my impulses and my, you know, testosterone driven impulses and yeah. my masculinity and what's alive in me and like if I want to you know show up like this like. Or even even express like anger at, in, on the dance floor, just in my own bubble or whatever. Just like navigating that thing of okay, like like I want to be fully myself, but, but like how much responsibility do I need to take of the traumas of others? Like how much do I need to facilitate that? Is kind of this this you know thing that I'm
0: figuring out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This might be it might be an odd example, but like you know you're talking about me too on like a society level. The guys who seem to really extend this narrative seem to be the ones who take on the guilt. Like, if you look at some of the celebrities, I don't know if you follow this stuff, but if you look at some of the celebrities who've been like, oh, me too, he did this bad thing, the only ones who are still villainized, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I mean, obviously, there's terrible ones like Bill Cosby, like, everyone agrees that was terrible. But, like, some of the ones where it's kind of like he wasn't really doing a bad thing, like, maybe he misread a signal, like, he meant mm-hmm. well, but he's being in his masculine, whatever. The ones who really got uh, destroyed were the ones who like really took on this shame. Like so you could see, like the ones who apologized mm-hmm. too much took on the shame, and then not only did they kill whatever sexual energy is there, it's like um, it, it just like reinforced this the shaming narrative. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess yeah. it's it's about
1: owning that a lot of the times, like 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 owning what's you know what's alive in me. With, mm-hmm. with respect and, and carefulness and consideration, like, it's it's just, it's just balancing those two, isn't it? Yeah. Like, for me to, to show up and
0: express, you know, sexual energy or interest or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, because you could be a sexual beast without intending to harm anyone. Like, those two things don't really have, they don't really have anything to do with each other. It's just when, like, harm or lack of oxytocin and that sexuality is together, that's when it causes harm, you know? Yeah. So it's tricky, though. It's tricky, especially with, like, the whole generation of traumatized women. Yeah. A lot of guys are extra gun-shy. Yeah, I guess that's
1: it, because, like, I don't feel it, it's,
0: yeah, like, it's not, it's, in a way, it's
1: not nothing to do with me, because I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, mm-hmm. like, I, I care, and, and I'm, you know, considerate, and I don't obviously don't want to harm anyone, but because of, you know, all the trauma being there, and, and, and. For what other men have done and, and, and stuff, like I need to have this assumption that every woman I'm interacting with has some sort of trauma yeah from a man from before.
0: Yeah, it's like can you beforehand accept that she's gonna have a trauma response to you, and you don't have a trauma response back? Like can you like right. forgive her that she's gonna maybe throw some shame on you and not take on the shame, and then love her back? And then she can put her guard down. And you can put your guard down. Right. Okay. And then you can ravish her, and she can be uh-huh. ravaged because that's what your animal bodies want to do. Yeah. And then no one has to feel like they're being violated. You know. Yeah. It's tough, though. Actually, I had a breakthrough. Actually, similar in a similar topic. Did you yeah. Did you uh, hear my um, Madonna horror complex episode? I don't think so. Okay. It was, it was an extension of the dark masculine. It was basically I was sharing about how, in my life, there have been women who like I can go super dark with because I don't really. Maybe we don't have that much of a heart connection. Like, if I'm really honest, maybe I have some contempt from them. Maybe there's something I don't like about the personality, but sexual chemistry. And I could go, like, super, super dark, super polar, super beastly because I'm, I wasn't, in those in those connections, I wasn't really worried if she got upset at me. Like, I wasn't worried about losing her love or something. Whereas with women who I've been in love with, it's been much harder for me to access that because I'm so concerned about what she thinks. Yeah. and with my current love i with my love i was a little concerned before we became intimate that i would have that kind of experience where i was yeah. afraid to go dark but i haven't had that with her because of the fact that even though i really care about what she thinks and i really am attached to her she gives me so much approval that i know that if i accidentally like spank her too hard or go a little bit too dark I know yeah. our, our connection will go away yeah and that's what something that jumped out when we spoke out before it's like one of the reasons why you and everyone myself included might pull, like might put the brakes on their on their sexuality with a woman they care about is they don't want to risk losing the connection yeah. but if you know the connection is there no matter what then you can kind of take those risks and mess up sometimes yeah yeah
1: do you think with most men it's the fear of losing the connection or fear of being like shamed and You know, like you're
0: bad. (laughs) I think they're they're the same thing. The the shaming thing is like losing connection to all women, (laughs) right? It's like I I mean, in society, if you get labeled as a perpetrator, that might ruin. And then I think all of this is really primal. Like in Stone Age times, if you're labeled as something bad, then no woman's going to want, or like society won't want to connect with you. Mm. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, Yeah, I do relate to that that experience. Yeah, because the truth is. If if you really have good intentions and you really do have a real connection with a woman, you messing up one time by accident shouldn't destroy the connection. Yeah, and she it shouldn't even give you a lasting impression that you're a bad person. Like she should realize, okay, you're not a bad person. He maybe misread a signal or whatever, you know. But it's hard. It's hard. It's hard when there's a culture of like being everyone being quick to shame each other. Yeah. So totally. And 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 yeah, like that
1: culture of it if someone does something quote unquote wrong like they deserve to be punished you know that yeah. that culture they they lose their career
0: they lose whatever they'll label yeah. this this forever
1: and i think that that thing you mentioned it also goes to like confidence mm-hmm. and stuff like that like 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 i've experienced this i've experienced this i think you, i've heard you talk about it in your podcast even maybe about like when it's a woman w- whose opinion matters to us Mm-hmm. like then it's like we're more self-conscious and stuff yeah. and if it's just someone like one I stand or someone we be, could be like way more confident or yeah
0: yeah I met a lot of guys who like feel they can only have really good sex with women they don't love like the love and sex have to be a part which is a shame right of course so yeah I think this work even like you just working through this with your current uh, yeah. partner or you know, I don't know what she is but like to you but uh, we're kind of healing shame right totally because whether you guys are together for a long time or a little time or whatever, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you'll both go forth with less shame in you, so you'll shame future people more, and it can create a positive effect yeah. on the world. I hope. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. I might have a, another. Let's see how how um, this could start another topic, but maybe it's maybe it's quite similar. I'm not not sure, but like so now, what's happening between me and her is mm-hmm. like, like. So her house got like her the owner of her house Airbnb in her house for, for mm-hmm. three days. Mm-hmm. So she had to stay somewhere. Ah. So she stayed at my, mine for for three days, and um, yeah, I noticed it was really intense for uh-huh. me uh, at at some point. And I had just had this like need of space and stuff. And um, we really managed that well. Like it triggered some of her stuff, it triggered some of my stuff. But basically, the point I want to get to is is this thing that so. Yeah, she was someone I felt really attracted to when I saw her, and mm-hmm. the, the first, like, it was really like beautiful attraction and a lot of energy and stuff. And now there's just this, this, thing of like, I don't feel like, like I haven't seen her since, and there's like I, there's resistance, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's resistance in seeing her, and like I can't tap into like a, th- that attraction that was there, mm-hmm. and and I feel like I'm having a bit of a blind spot or having mm-hmm. a really hard time to figure out whether it's just something organic that I just don't feel attracted anymore and, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's just like a logical reason or whether it's like a blind spot of like, like some dismissive avoiding behavior from me mm-hmm. or like, a you know, old narrative, like trying to protect me from some pain or, you know, some trauma-based reaction of like you know, that's scary. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, like, how do I not feel like, you know, like mm-hmm. in my mind, I was like, I would just want to, to feel attracted to her. And then, or I'm like, or did some of the, there's like something happen to the polarity. Like, I don't know, but it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm experiencing a blind spot right now there. And
0: um, yeah, oh, well, see what happens. You cool with digging into it? <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, so it could be a couple of things. Maybe we could explore. Obviously if she's still living with you. That's kind of, uh, a place where a lot of people lose polarity, of course. Like there's, there's less, less physical distance now. So yeah. like, I, uh, I wonder if by living together, you said it was intense. I wonder if you built up any resentments, like maybe little small things. So you're like, oh, I shouldn't do that. The, the. I mean, that's like a number one killer of, of sensation. The resentment of yeah yeah any any resentment any little thing of like, oh, like I you think know.
1: I like so so for a couple of days now since I think she left on like. I don't know Tuesday, Wednesday. So I've had a few days to myself now. But so today I, I hit something which I feel like could be closest to the truth. I think there was many things where, like, she took control. Like, mm-hmm. or like, like you know, like if I'd say like, let, let's do this or let's go here, like in 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 inside our exploration or whatever, or like mm-hmm. I need space or like then you know she she kind of I don't know like. Instead of following that, and I'm not sure how much of this is like my interpretation, but like I feel like, you know, she always had her input in, in
0: mm-hmm. what
1: was happening. And maybe, maybe like that somehow, like, I don't know,
0: maybe, killed okay. the clarity. Uh, well, let's so, so, so talk about your experience because it should seem, oh, actually, we don't have her experience, her experience. Uh, do you, do you feel resentful about that at all? Do you feel like, do you, feel like you were emasculated in any way from that
1: the first question felt more relevant i think i i think yeah there is there is probably some resentment yeah just a just just a tad just a little bit just because there was like moments where i'm like like i really just i just really just need my space right now to you know do this thing Mm -hmm. and and like i want to show up to you but whatever
0: but like she you know triggered too much in her or like i don't know like so okay so in those moments that you wanted space you denied what you wanted for her sake? I was really trying to hold on to it and, and I expressed
1: it to her, but then she showed up like fully crying. Like uh-huh. like she, she said, like, okay, and then she went somewhere and then she came back like, you know, like a, a triggered. Uh-huh. We, we had the opposite, opposite trauma. Her uh-huh. being like, I'm not cared for, like my experience doesn't matter. And mine is like, um, yeah, like.
0: Overgiving? Look.
1: No, actually, also like that, that my needs don't matter. Like if uh-huh. I want something, like it doesn't matter because, because I will be shamed and blamed and what I'm giving is not enough, uh-huh. that sort of thing. Like like I don't care enough or I don't love enough or, you know, and, and, that, and, and my needs get diminished sort of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Also perfect that you guys found each other. <laughs> right, so you can see how that yeah. triggers each other. Okay, if you weren't afraid... Wait, so can you state your fear in a sentence?
1: Um, that you're... Yeah. i have said it already, but... Yeah, that my, my needs or desires just don't matter or are not cared for.
0: Was that it, or was, mm-hmm. it, was the core essence more that... What you're giving isn't enough? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that... Yeah. Which one of those feels
1: mm-hmm. stronger? Well, it's hard to tap into that right now. It also feels vulnerable with the yeah. <laughs> big record and everything, you know. Um, I'm
0: not sure. Okay. Well, say, so, I mean, I think both of those experiences are really common for guys. I mean, especially men don't emote as much. So, like, you might be having a crisis and she might be having a crisis, but hers is always going to seem louder. Yeah. And I, think, I think a lot of men just have that general resentment towards women about that because, like, it's always louder like there's yeah. usually um but yeah i mean i mean this is kind of a a cliche but like women are afraid of being too much and men are afraid of being not enough and right. i think both of those things maybe are like one thing for you in this situation that's very true because yeah, yeah she's saying
1: that that's that is exactly one of the things she's expressing uh-huh. and, and did that and not being enough not showing up enough not having enough yeah whatever it is attraction or um you know um care or whatever yeah so
0: that's that's definitely a dynamic there yeah yeah i will say before we even like explore it i think it's uh a really challenging thing especially in your position because to go to like heal this in both of you you kind of have to go and i mean you have to go into a level of intimacy that's probably deeper than what you guys are at which may or may not be the desire of both of you or either of you or one of you you know, so it's kind of a challenging thing, and I think a lot of uh, in like healing communities, people find each other to with matching traumas, uh, but it requires more intimacy than a lot of people maybe want at this at the stage that. We're in. I think I mean, I'm speaking kind of from my own experience, but I think it's a challenge that it's worth addressing. It's, yeah. um, that said, uh, if you didn't have that fear, let's say, let's say you just knew hundred percent that that wasn't true like that you are enough, you just some, somehow knew it, we'll imagine. What do you think you would do when she said, uh, you're you're treating me, my needs like they don't matter? Um.
1: It's it's hard to save me right now because there is a desire to like, how can we meet both of our needs? Because mm-hmm. sometimes we, we we think a strategy is, that this one strategy, like for example, mm-hmm. like getting your attention right now, it's the only way to meet my need, mm-hmm. but in you know I, I know that there's more, like there's a more abundant way to 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 meet one need. Um, so I guess there's always a, just there is a desire to like okay, can we just have a something that meets both of our needs from now? Um,
0: okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's try to, I mean, uh, well, I'll say. What I have found with women, even in my current relationship, is that her need almost always is to be validated emotionally. Yeah, totally. And your need in this situation, which I think is also common for most men, is actual time. Like you actually need time and space. Like it's more material. Like you can measure it in minutes, in square meters, maybe. You know, it's very. Whereas hers. Well, I'll just give you an example, because I actually had the same thing with my partner when she's upset, and she often will come to me and sit on my lap right when I'm in the zone, like right when I'm like, ah, oh, I'm in the zone working. And in those moments, it, I used to get really frustrated, actually, because that's my critical moment, and I'm afraid that if I had to deal with her problem, that's the hour that I was going to spend on myself or whatever that I needed, but almost always it doesn't take that much, that many minutes. It's like, mm-hmm. energy doesn't doesn't require, uh, I'm thinking out loud so I don't know if this is making sense as I'm speaking, but uh, energy doesn't require minutes, right? Like if you can, like, you can almost like dump all of her needs onto her in a few seconds and most women I think become satisfied. Yeah. So that's something that's helped me at least. It's like, I'm gonna not only meet her needs, I'm gonna meet her needs Really, bench like dump a whole gallon of needs on her, yeah. Because then she'll be satisfied and give me my space. Yeah. Does, does that help as a model at all? Or if I, I say really... that, does does something come to mind? Yeah, I think that that makes
1: a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. So what what do you think that could look like um, in that situation? Well, what I, what I also like, what yeah, like I've you know I've started non-violent communication, so mm-hmm. like you know I, I know the. A method of, and and that feels really good, and I do it from my heart, not just from like a learned, mm-hmm. you know, technique, but just to like connect to the needs that the other person is experiencing and just voicing them back to to her in that mm-hmm. situation. So, like, so like you know, like guessing mm-hmm. at her needs, so so validating, mm-hmm. validating to needs like that. That's what I did. Um, and instead of then just like fully showing up to her energetically, like I, I was like, yeah, okay, I like understand this. What you need. I think there's there's like this this thing of like I need to. I don't know like it's like. Like I have a, re- a desire to know that, um, like I have the freedom of choice, you mm-hmm. know. And in my head, it's like, like if if I can do I can do this, what she wants, or I will be you know yeah. judged, blamed, or punished. So there's not that free will, you know. I think you, you've talked this about in one of your podcasts. I think of like how you know, how did you say it to, to, um, there's only value in, in, in doing something that's considered like,
0: I don't know, like By choice. Yeah. yeah. If there's no
1: choice, it's not like really Some morality. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That thing. So I think this is,
0: this is maybe obviously the cause of your resentment. Like you, you lost your choice. Okay. Yeah,
1: but yeah, was but yeah. I think so. But uh-huh. it's amazing because we can talk about all these things. Like we talked about everything, yeah. and she she's super like understanding. And look, like, even if I get frustrated, like when yeah. she's not in her emotions, like, yeah. she can be really understanding everything. So so we, we we're able to talk about all these things. Well, most of them. I don't know where we got stuck. Mm-hmm. That that now I don't feel like seeing her,
0: mm-hmm. or I haven't
1: for the last few days.
0: I think. Uh she might have done everything perfectly my guess is maybe you still didn't act out of agency fully like um like when you when you mentioned the non-violent communication thing i thought it's almost like you're trying to appease her for her sake which in your so when you said uh, i there was no choice i thought you were gonna say like you doing this for her takes away what you're going to do for yourself. Is that... Yeah, that, that was kind of the thing was I was like,
1: like right now what I really long for, like I had, had some crazy days with like visas and mm-hmm. and stuff. It was really hectic and I might need to leave Thailand actually. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. So there was like a lot of crazy shit. I was like, I just really need to, to eat this, this bowl of salad and bump my head to this music. Like I don't feel like going to some emotional uh-huh. drama like right now. So that was the... Uh-huh. And then, you know,
0: she's there crying. So it's like, those two things couldn't coexist, I guess, is that. Yeah, I guess what I was trying to paint with this, like dumping the energy on her model, it's like, your needs exist in the material world. Her needs exist like in, in a different plane of existence. You can maybe satisfy her needs in an instant. So actually, so mm. she, she was, she was uh, saying whatever she said. I mean, it doesn't matter what her emotions were about. Yeah what do you think she really needed in that moment
1: to to know that that she matters and and that i care and mm-hmm. and that yeah what she really needed was that to know that like if if she would lose her shit right now really like i would be there or if if mm-hmm. you know if she really
0: needed me like i would be there mm-hmm. and that i care okay yeah and what do you think it could look like or could mean to ten times satisfy her need. I don't know, grab her like really just hold her and and, and I don't know, like voice how much I care or how yeah. much I am there. I think it's like something like something about the way you're talking about it gives me the sense that you're like doing the oh she needs this thing. Let me give her like these ten units of energy and then I can't go back to my thing. Like I think the thing with women often is like Almost like you have to attack with love. Like you have to, You can't just like you can't just like push off the invaders. You have to like go at them and defeat them and annihilate them completely, right? Like so, like you know, these invaders are like her fears that she's not loved. Like you need to like kill them all. Like you can't just push them back because if you could say the perfect thing, and she's still going to keep crying because maybe maybe intellectually you did the right thing, but energetically she's still going to have that. Ah, oh, I need I need something from you pulling, like, I don't know, I mean, I'm just speaking from my, my, my own my own experiences, but like when I like, when, she, when, my, when my partner comes to me in a need, like I try to like do something that will eliminate all possibility that she's not loved, like I'll get out of my seat, I'll pick her up, I'll take her somewhere, I'll, I, even if, for 30 seconds maybe, and like express to her somehow physically with my words that I'm there. And then when I feel her relax, then I say, but by the way, I really need my time (laughs) or whatever. And usually that's all she needs, you know. I can't speak for every woman, obviously. And, like, the truth is there are probably some women who are so, so some people, all of us, who are so in our wounds that they actually do need a lot. I would choose not to be connected with someone like that long term myself. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like, you know, it sounds like the two of you have come together to, like, heal this thing. Both of you. Yeah. But I do think it's on the masculine's role to do the annihilation of fears. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's,
1: I think, what exactly what happened. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, I was like doing that what was <laughs> analogy to the invaders. Yeah, just keeping them back. Like, yeah, that's not only like, invade. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah babe, like, I hear your needs, I hear your needs, but, and, and mm-hmm. the, the other option is like, attack it and go like, yeah. full power. Like, yeah, I hear your needs and here I am. Yeah. That makes a
0: lot of sense. That's that is helpful yeah it's like I forget where this comes from I think it was in The Art of Seduction which I don't think is the best book for relationships but like something about when when she's coming to you pull her in more than she expected to go and she's going away from you push her away more than she expected to go it's like either way you're not going against what she's doing you're actually following the direction she's going but you're still leading it like you know she's walking left and you pull her left you know she's going right and you lead her right and that way you maintain polarity but you also are going exactly in line with her consent with what she desires. Yeah, that's that's just what came to to me as well. Like the thing I did,
1: like push you know, keeping the invaders like mm-hmm. that th- I think that kills killed polarity because yeah. like like I don't know, maybe some part of my perceived that like I was forced mm-hmm. or like I didn't have choice yeah. but to do this. And then uh, if I in- then initiate it, attack it, yeah, like I'm like you said, leading and in very much, you know, keeping the polarity of, of yeah, I mean, the masculine role. And this
0: might be idealism, but I would guess if you did this with full choice, because like the, the resentment is coming from your lack of choice, right? Like if you chose to attack yeah. the fears, the fears between you, you might even feel better about all of your personal stuff. You might, you might have a little winner effect moment and be like, ah, oh, yeah, so visa stuff, all this stuff is happening, I'm hungry, blah, blah, blah. But I still did this. Yeah, I still did this. <laughs> like it might just feel good. Totally. Yeah. yeah I could, I could see that totally yeah yeah well cool. well thank you for sharing all this you know yeah no yeah. Problem. yeah 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 so I mean we're trying a new kind of content <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'd just be telling real stories and this is great yeah yeah so how does this work is it gonna be like fully like raw uncut or do you ever like unless edit? unless there's something that you really feel right yeah yeah I prefer not to one because yeah. well yeah I just prefer not to keep it mm. Yeah.
1: I'm just looking at my uh, list of questions. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, unless you have something in mind. No, no. Yeah, I guess, yeah, there's a couple maybe interesting topics um, we could talk about. (sighs) One question that's coming up is like, what's like, I guess it's a funny question, (laughs) but like, what would you think is like, A normal or healthy amount of attachment to having validation from women. Because you know, like, you know, there's, you know, this nice guy Mm -hmm. bullshit of, of, you know, pleasing and Mm -hmm. which comes from a really wounded, unhealthy place. But then I guess there's also like this natural desire to have like a experience based feedback of, you know, our competence or like our usefulness, Mm -hmm. which. Also validation yeah. for women, right? It's a really
0: good question. Yeah. I would go back to the like the whole king archetype thing of like you know, whatever none of this is politically correct, but like the masculine is supposed to be the head of a body, right? Yeah. Like when women are pregnant, they're vulnerable. Mm. When women are <laughs> anyone's in their feminine, they they're bad at making decisions, like men too, if they're in their feminine, you know? Like it's kind of your role to assert what the reality is. So like in a moment of, let's say our earlier example of like you make the correct read that both of your bodies want to go into this high polarity beastly mode. Yeah. But maybe her mind, because of trauma, because of social conditioning is against it. Can you assert the reality that that is actually the correct reality? No, no. I mean, not that you're going to say this, but it's like, no, no, trust me. Both of our bodies want to do this. Right. And you have to be legitimate. Right. And it takes a lot of real ground of confidence because there's going to naturally be times when she or any people from the outside, women in general, a given woman, men, whatever, are saying, oh, you're doing the wrong thing. I would say what has given me real confidence, I'll say with women first, but in general, has been like in those high polarity moments, like the ones that you, that you described, I do what I actually think is right, even if someone says it's wrong, and then find out it's right anyway. It's hard. It takes faith. It takes real faith in your intuition, real faith that your conscience is pure and you're not acting out of your own blind spots due to trauma or whatever. It's challenging, yeah. but I think that's the real feedback. And. So, the feedback, are you giving it to yourself? Like, just from trusting? What do you mean? Uh, well, it's like faith that you actually know what the right thing is. Yeah. And no matter what people say, whether they say, oh, you're doing it wrong, or they say you're doing it right, like you're, you're not using that outside thing to determine what's right. Right. You determine using what you know is right with the faith and the assumption that eventually you know people will give you the real I'll give you a clear example. Actually, with women is the best because sexuality runs on certain mechanisms, like the like say the dark dark, dark masculine is like an archetype we want to ta- need to tap into, right? you doing all the nice stuff of like being really attentive and really mindful of consent that's really nice, everyone loves that, it's really, it's, it's, it's better than being a perpetrator, it's beautiful, yeah. but it has nothing to do with sex, like there's no sex in that. Mm-hmm. So like, a lot of guys who eventually become really resentful at women, they do the nice guy thing, they do all the social niceties, but then no one wants to have sex with them, because that's not what leads to sex. It's like, can you, the, the beautiful thing about, I think why there's so much growth in sexual exploration is that if you do the right thing, Women will want to sleep with you. Like it's like it's like a re- that's the real validation. And then you know, one hypothetical example is like she, you know, she's verbally selling telling you all these things that seem like rejection, but you can feel her body's turned on. And this is a taboo thing to say, uh, but she's saying all these things, and you feel her body's turned on. You sleep together, and then she finally admits, "Oh, I was saying that because you know maybe I was intimidated or something." You know, that's that's an experience a lot of guys have which give them the confidence in their instincts. I hope anyone listening uh, knows that I'm, you know, I'm not saying be violator or anything yeah. like that, but like it, it is, it's scary because sometimes you have to trust what your body feels over what other people are saying. Like That validation of someone saying, oh, you're a bad person when you're doing what you know is right yeah. or you, what you know is okay or you think is okay because maybe there's some gray areas you're not really sure, that's not the validation you want to seek. The validation you want to seek is when you're actually feeling that you're doing something right and then she tells you, That was great.
1: Yeah. So to follow is to follow your own Yeah.
0: And then Yeah, and it's hard, you know, I would say I said this in workshops to, to younger guys, I think one of the best educations for a younger man, is to sleep with older women who process through a lot of their stuff. Yeah. Because younger women have just as many, or just as innocent, or yeah. you know, have you know, older women like a woman who's like not looking to marry you, who like is just, is just there, like she can give you the real feedback, not you, but I mean anyone, any yeah. man, like real feedback where you get to know, like oh, when a woman means this, she actually means this, and like that's okay that I listen to what I know is right it kind of takes some ex- I mean for my case it took a few experiences before I could trust yeah. that like if I talk to a woman and she rolls her eyes it doesn't mean she hates me maybe she's just testing me or maybe she's unsure maybe she's intimidated by me and she wants to push me away for her own safety and then I I don't have to blame her for it I don't have to take it seriously but I can still connect Yeah. so I hope that wasn't too long of an answer but <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah it's a great question yeah and I think it.
1: yeah I think it's important or it could be a good Uh, topic also to talk about like the importance like there's clearly a a problem with men and women relating together Mm -hmm. like there's you know either like crossing boundaries and the women being traumatized and men having no sensitivity or you know in the other extreme of of no polarity and like this you know balls chopped off nice guys so i'm wondering like what is it that like the mass of men like what tools do they need or like like you know like how can we as you know influencers and and content creators like what like what do we like how can we make impact but yeah like for example like maybe half a year ago i posted a video about like how to receive a no and Mm -hmm. and how like all this like how to create a safe sort Mm -hmm. of container and like it got received like you know it has like maybe 5,000 views and like Mm -hmm. you know like the the world is hungry for that sort of stuff yeah but to not then take it to that extreme of of, you know where the polarity so so I'm just wondering like, what's your opinion on how like what what do the men need or like what does the world need to to balance this thing
0: out yeah well on the super macro level like world world I think uh, it's kind of what we, we touched on earlier like if everyone can respond without increase... It's like you can respond by increasing trauma or decreasing trauma, right? Yeah. Like if you say, fuck you to every woman who makes you feel bad, she go, they all go off feeling terrible and they, they are even worse to the next generation of men. And, you know, it's cycles. I think that's why we're at where we're at now. We're like, yeah. women have to be extra mean when they say no. Men take it extra personally when they receive a no, just to use your example. Like... And which just makes it worse and worse and worse and worse. If you could forgive someone for being mean to you, you send a cycle in the other direction of right. like, okay, she said something really mean to me. It was uncalled for, but I'm not going to retaliate. I'm just going to accept that she's going through something and do something else. I mean, that's the general, I mean, how we make the world a better place. Yeah. Um, with this though, I think it's, uh, yeah, I mean, everything we're doing, uh, yeah. education, it's, uh, it's a shame that most of the beliefs of between men and women are, are very wrong, that most people believe. You know?
1: Between men and women, like, meaning men and women having different...
0: Uh, well, having different realities is yeah. one thing. I mean, we have different brains. We perceive sure. the world differently. Different things matter more than other things, and that's one thing. Uh, but then also, like, our culture gives us wrong information about how people connect, like that consent stuff is great and important it's and ama- it's amazing that like this generation of men are the most aware of women's feelings of any generation that's beautiful but to think that that's going to get you laid or that's going to make you attractive to women is just not true so you have all these guys who end up getting resentful that they did all the right things supposedly and then no one wants to connect with them intimately. Yeah. um i wonder
1: though because i was doing that for a couple of years and, and it did work like which part like Asking may I may I, may I touch her Whatever, like yeah, yeah. may I do this? Like, can I? You, and like, women loved it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I was I was I was getting like, a lot, and, and and a lot of women like would get emotional because they were like, this is the first time like that I really can feel like a man cares and uh-huh. stuff. So, but maybe I was doing it with like intensity of like you know like I was really present, and there was still that energy of um. You know, I would assume so. Yeah, because
0: I just want to be clear, I wasn't saying that. It's, yeah, it makes a woman unattracted to you. I mean, it's just sure. like that exists on like the safety level where she may yeah, like, yeah. uh, drop her guard, see who's a nice guy. But that's not what makes her want to jump your Right, bike, so you it know? would be the assertiveness and the penetrative sort of it, presence. It that might um, remove the block. if, like, oh, she maybe she thinks you're a man, but she thinks you're an asshole. She's not going to want to sleep with you either, and those types of things are nice. But, um, yeah, and I also, you know, I mean... I think what just like as a man becomes more confident, as a woman becomes more confident, I've heard this more from older women, like they get kind of tired when like there's too much consent conversation, you know. Yeah. But for someone who has maybe been disrespected, it must it might be the most important thing yeah. for her. The yeah. Time. And it
1: feels like m- most of the women I've connected with, like that's that's they all have
0: like such a baggage of trauma. Yeah.
1: I don't know if it's just the women I'm
0: connecting with or also <laughs> well, a few things. I mean, you're twenty four? 25. 25, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's age a little bit, you know, not that I'm that much older than you. Yeah. But also, when you're in healing communities, people come here to get healed, right you now Yeah. 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 So tell me a little bit more. I know mean, we can talk about relationships more, but like, uh, what are your goals in life? I know you're you're becoming a men's coach or you are a men's coach. Yeah. Uh, how's that experience been for you? Um, it's been really
1: great. Like, mm-hmm. um, so right now I have, I have two men um, that I'm taking on a mm-hmm. journey for a few months, uh, like one-on-one um, coaching. And so far, it's been like, it's been really amazing to show up for them and, and, Um, yeah just to see you know the the process bubbling just to see in a few weeks time like them being more in touch with their masculinity and Mm -hmm. having a more like healthy relationship to themselves and feeling more confident and just in a few weeks and especially after after our session um, like inspired me to just show up as myself without Mm -hmm. planning anything without having just to show up and just to follow my curiosity and and my intuition and and since I've been doing that, like the sessions have been going even deeper and, mm-hmm. and really, like really diving in down to the shadows and and, and back up and into wholeness. So that's been like cool, really man. beautiful.
0: It's amazing.
1: So yeah, my goals is is to fully pursue that. Like I feel mm-hmm. so passionate about about this stuff. Like if beautiful. Just to like you know take my own journey and and like I'm mean, yeah, it's really like the source of my fuel. Like all the things I've went through, like, in, in regards of, you know, my relation to myself and mm-hmm. masculinity and, and my femininity, like, to just navigate, like, that whole thing, um, yeah, so I just really want to package my, my journey and, and, you know, nice and, um, have, yeah, I, I, I want to really share it into the world and, and be there to support
0: men. Yeah, that's great, yeah. yeah, I like your vibe, I think you're going to be very successful. Yeah, 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 and like yeah, what you said. I, I, for me, it became a huge weight off my shoulders when I stopped trying to do anything in my yeah. coaching sessions, and just like, what is the most interesting thing about their lives? Obviously, yeah. not about anything, but like, you know, all of this is just stories. You know, exactly. It's like, can you make their more? Can you help them ha- make? Can you help your client have the most exciting story possible? You know, that's that's all you're doing. Yeah. Right. Solving problems is just a part of their story. Or having them achieve goals is just part of having a good story, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And after doing that, like it's like dropping out of my head
0: and, and thinking
1: and rational, sort of like what would be the best thing to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like it just it just comes up. Like it just comes from somewhere deeper. Like yeah. okay, like ask this question. Okay, like suggest this ex- like exercise right now or, yeah. or whatever. Like it's it's coming from. Like, I don't need to even weigh them out much like it's yeah just like, this is a thing now and yeah
0: because yeah. worst case scenario is just a silly thing like i don't know if you mind me sharing but we did kind of a visualization thing yeah. when, when you and i spoke it was like towards the end of our session too yeah and i even thought like oh, this might be silly because exactly. i just met you so I, you know we visualized some stuff and i, I thought it was interesting i think yeah. it was useful to you as well just visualizing you totally. exactly. we were visualizing middle fingers or something like <laughs> no, Oh, wagging fingers yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we think, I mean, I don't know how much you've experienced with psychedelics, but like, that's kind of the experience I've had that it has been healing. Just like random, sometimes random images that are symbols that I figure out later, and like, yeah, you know, that's kind of what you're doing with a coach sometimes. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, can I have a look, look at the list? Oh, yeah, sure.
1: If you want. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess Yeah, maybe what I'm actually interested in is like what's what's your biggest source of fuel in, in you know, with the work you're doing and, mm-hmm. and like what's the source of motivation that like makes you wanna like stand up for men and, and
0: you know, do 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 what you're
1: doing, do your work.
0: I think it's the What's motivated me actually is people like you, who I actually get to interact with directly and say they've been possibly affected by my yeah. podcast or, or stuff like this. Like That makes me excited to come up with more stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I'm kind of going in a direction where I want to bring something new, like, or different, you know? Yeah. Um, that's why I'm getting really into this history stuff. I think there's a lot of grounded lessons in history. Um, and then, like, really understanding the roots of, say, masculinity or why people are certain ways. I guess I, I really want to get to what reality is and why it exists the way it does. Mm. Yeah. Just, like, you know, stuff stuff that, you know, seems dark of, like, men do have a, a, a raping uh, uh, impulse in them. You know, it's yeah. natural. It doesn't mean that we should, but, like, that's that's yeah. in us. And why does that in us? Because... For many of our ancestors, it was a useful behavior, you know. Anyway, stuff like that, I think, is just fascinating. Yeah. And I like getting into that stuff, so. Totally. And that yeah. sort of
1: stuff helps us men to have, like, self-acceptance mm-hmm. and understanding instead of shame. Like, yeah. oh, shit, I have this impulse. Like, I'm so bad. Like, whatever. But everyone has that. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. So instead of that, it's like, oh, okay, it's, it's normal. And, and I don't have to act it out, but I can still yeah. be in integrity with myself.
0: Yeah. And, like, yeah, I think that's really... Maturity like accepting that there are things that are unpleasant, but that's what they are yeah. Because the alternative is shame and that's not useful to anyone. Yeah. Yeah actually, I should guys share something from my history stuff. I don't know if you're into history at all But um, mm-hmm. I've been working on this series for a while and like it keeps getting bigger and denser and deeper and sometimes I'm getting lost in my head If like I'm focusing on warfare and for a while. I kind of went off on this tangent It's like oh shit. What does this have to do with masculinity? I got kind of lost uh, so the other this week actually I found like this, this missing piece of like how warfare connects to masculinity and why war is the backbone of masculine behavior in human culture, and it's Stockholm syndrome, you know Stockholm syndrome, right? Like, yeah. Like I realized yeah. like war has never meant anything to women, not because women couldn't fight. Like cave women are probably way stronger than we're way stronger than you and I, you know. But in in, in the Stone Age, if women if uh, women didn't care who won the battle because whoever was, won the battle would be who they mated with, yeah. right? Like, that, that's the reason why... I mean, I don't know, it was a prof- profound moment to me of, like, oh, yeah, that's why women have never been interested in war, because genetically, it doesn't actually matter. They'll fall in love with whoever's taking yeah. care of them, which is a taboo thing to say, but that's the reality. Yeah. And I was speaking about this with my, with my girlfriend, and she's like, oh, yeah, well, that's why so many women have fantasies about being abducted or, or being taken or being captured. Like, that, for thousands of generations... The best thing for a woman genetically was to be taken by an alpha male because she would be safe, she would be fed, she would have high status children, and like that's why women are drawn to that, even though it's unpleasant to be around someone like that. For okay. example, right. Anyway, stuff like that I think is so interesting, and I could talk about it forever. But that's what I'm working on these and days. Do you think that is why,
1: like, <laughs> like women, like you know, there's this thing of women being um, attracted to assholes?
0: Yeah, I mean, oh, if there's like strong assholes, <laughs> I guess they have to be strong. Well, it's the strength, right? It's, it's that uh, someone who is willing to be an asshole doesn't have the nice guy behaviors. Yeah. And in, you know, in, in the steps, in the Paleolithic era, that kind of guy was more likely to win a battle, probably. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it all, it all comes down to stuff like that. And like, you know. A lot of—I'm not saying that all masculine traits are good or like not that everything about traditional masculinity is positive or even useful to men, but they all come from something real. Yeah. It's not like people just made up stuff. Like there's, there are reasons why these behaviors exist because at some point to our ancestors they were useful and important, yeah. and they're in us because of that. So we have to integrate them because they can't just be deleted, you know, even if they're not pleasant, mm. you know. Totally. Yeah. Like I would even think. Well, anyway, I don't. I'll just say like when I was getting into like, the darkness and getting in touch with like, my dark side and sexuality, I would get so frustrated that women wanted to be choked or, or taken control of because that was so, so beyond my comfort zone that I would rather than just want to have nice vanilla sex. I would prefer that, actually. But I had to get real with myself, like this is just the thing that exists, yeah. and it was actually very freeing for me to get in touch with that. Because I, so, I was so disassociated from that, like I couldn't even feel it. Yeah, you know? I, re- I remember
1: being shocked like this is like way back like um, so, so I'm, I'm having sex with this, with this really cute sort of like you know innocent me, mm-hmm. hippie girl and, and she's like, like I want you to ch- choke me and, and slap me and stuff and I was like literally she was, I was like <laughs> what the fuck like and back then I thought this is like you know comes from culture and, and mm-hmm. porn and, and stuff like that not realizing like no it actually has like yeah. If anything, porn is
0: like a perversion of these deep archetypal exactly. psychodramas in us. Yeah. So I think like it's the most freeing thing, uh, to be able to like create so much trust and safety that you both could go go off the deep end yeah. and play out this archetypal drama of you yeah. of you being the caveman. If if you know, assuming that's what you both want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I have a question. How do you, f- how often you face like very like actual like, I don't know, criticism or, you know, I don't know, some shaming or blaming for, for, I don't know, masculine behavior or, or, or that sort of stuff. Like does that, is that something that still like appears in your Oh yeah. life Actually
0: more and more. Actually. Yeah. Cause you're very visible. Yeah. I mean, I'm not very visible, but as I become more visible, you know, like I talk about being in a sex cult, I speak. Yeah, all the stuff that we're talking about, like yeah. there are ways that men and women are different, and for some reason in our society that's a taboo thing to yeah. say. And anytime you speak about power dynamics, people always assume that women are being oppressed, yeah. and it's understandable women have been oppressed a lot. But like, yeah, so I, I do get criticized. I have a, I had a video speaking about, uh, well, I, maybe I shouldn't have titled it "Women's Crazy Emotions," but like, you know, when. A woman is being emotional sometimes you have the the right the kindest thing for her is to not listen to what she's saying and listen to what she's feeling and then chart things out based on what you know is true rather than the stuff she's saying the stuff she's saying might be Mm -hmm. uh might be a detour it might be uh whatever anyway I, I I I i get criticized for stuff like that a lot right and then because i speak about being in a cult Without saying that I'm traumatized, everyone who's in a cult says, "Oh, I'm a victim. I'm a victim." I'm like, "I had a great, I had a good time overall. Right. I had a positive experience." Uh, people people get angry at me for that a lot. That's interesting. Yeah. So I think it's part of it. You know, sometimes sometimes I get hate mail, yeah. and it's uh, they're obvious. They're always anonymous. They're always from a fake email address. Uh, so I just know, even though sometimes the, the words that they say to me are mean, and they they do hurt my feelings a little bit. I just know that they're hurting, (laughs) and yeah, uh, yeah, just try, just try to recognize that. And And do
1: these things ever happen in like life outside of you know online media, online media, and your your, your podcast and stuff? Like on you know, I don't know, live interactions, getting criticized for being,
0: I don't know. I just trust that my intentions are good, and anyone who actually gets to know me. We'll see that for sure. So it's and not that's not okay. something that happens that much. No, I, I think maybe like someone who didn't know me well, maybe heard me say something out of context. But then once they got to know me, right. they didn't. You know, okay. you know. I think that's true with everything. Like you know. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. That's that's all I'll say on that. Yeah. 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 Is that a fear you have? As you grow mm. on exposure.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's something I'm, 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 you know, had to work with, because mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm very expressive, like I'm, I'm you know like, like very much on the path of like emotional embodiment and mm-hmm. stuff. And for example, at ecstatic dances, like if I feel any sort of fiery energy, like I, I'll express that, and I, I might really be flexing my muscles and or, or making like scary sounds, yeah. you know, like um, mm-hmm. or screaming a little bit, or like you know, like making. Aggressive sort of movement Just in my own, own mm-hmm. field Just as Embodying what's going on Inside me And just giving that Like a space Yeah there's There's fear of, of being You know judged mm-hmm. For like Like You know Like what the fuck Is he doing Or Or that sort of thing Of Of You know a, a Dangerous Like toxic masculinity mm-hmm. or, or Yeah Um But It's not that I've ever actually No one's ever Like confronted me Mm-hmm. But it's just in my head. It's been it's been a thing. I've just needed to, um, just face, and it's it's that thing of like, hey, just deeply recognizing that, um, like this is, you know, this is right. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with this, and and doesn't really matter how other people, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, opinionate that.
0: And yeah, just, and like you know, this is kind of a cliche thing to say, but. If you're not offending anyone, then you're probably not saying anything. or are doing anything. exactly and like playing totally. it safe is just not interesting yeah. and it's not helpful yeah. to anyone. Yeah. So, yeah, and the truth is, you know, just like when be, you're being in your dark masculine, you might accidentally cross the boundary and you have to work through that. Like, mm-hmm. you might do something too much or you might do something that you're late. I mean, I'll speak for myself. I've done things for the sake of self expression that afterwards I'm like, like <laughs> I right. really didn't need to, you know, or I'm, I'm a little embarrassed, but that's part of it too. Yeah. like can i be right with myself for putting out something that i thought later was dumb or something right you know you can always delete it <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah i'm actually realizing now as, as we're speaking that like ecstatic dance is such a playground for me to mm-hmm. to work with different things like lately like i expressed last time was that like i'm i'm, pra- I'm practicing this thing of, of being like okay with with my desires and impulses and and, and I'm being in the energy of, of taking and claiming what mm-hmm. i want by going and dancing with women mm-hmm. and, and like really con- with like very you know like a, assertive presence like mm-hmm. that they, they they for sure know that i want to dance with them and uh, yeah. i'm gonna show up like right in front of them and and it's fun and but that used to be so scary because of all the things that we talked about before right that yeah so anyway there's so many things i'm i'm playing with there and yeah i don't know yesterday i found an interesting edge um while dancing which was like yeah because for the last maybe month every time at the ecstatic like i yeah i go and go and dance with women and you know as it it used to be it used to for some reason be scary because of things that i've expressed but now it feels quite comfortable but there was this moment where it's like okay this would be like a moment where it would feel good to like share touch or like Mm -hmm. grab her or and and even thinking like she she there's a high chance that she would also want that mm-hmm. but just like just again that fear of like being too abrupt like being mm-hmm. all of a sudden too much like touching someone you know because mm-hmm. there's no verbal consent and I don't know her like I've never yeah. seen her she's like like it's scared we're both moving quickly like can I just grab her waist or, or you know her, her neck or, or mm-hmm. something it's like like I want to do this and there's a high chance that she would like it but it's like like I was like I don't know I don't know how to do that right now mm-hmm. and it was just like frustrating I was like fuck like I don't know what to do you know and like I was like expressing your own body also kind of like uh-huh. I don't know it's just find an edge and, and something I want to like um, play with yeah and ask my my friends who, who do
0: that like how do you do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and like with anything it's uh, pre-accepting yourself that if you yeah do something yeah perfect what's the worst thing yeah 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 cool man yeah it's fun to speaking with you yeah yeah well cool. was there anything else you want to speak about um no not really what's going on with your visa are you gonna get kicked out of thailand
1: yeah uh, probably i need to go within like i i'm overstaying right now oh shit yeah i had a court case um a few months ago it's a little bit of <laughs> damn um, something, and yeah, apparently now, place like, it should have been all good, but some weird bureaucracy, like, court and immigration not matching. you have to go back to Finland? Um, I'm thinking Bali or Finland, I'm not sure
0: yet. Okay. Probably Bali's better. Yeah. Have you been? Uh, yeah, I was there, like, a year ago, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, a boot. I wish I went younger, or sooner in life, you know? Yeah. I wish I traveled sooner in life. Yeah, I,
1: I, I heard you talk about it in one podcast, about, like, there being so mm-hmm. m- much more women and I was like oh like okay like that's why uh, it's such a great experience
0: (laughs) I think it's actually being in such a feminine environment is really healing for a man I think every masculine man probably eventually gets sick of it Uh, just because you know once you feel healed and complete right you you want maybe something more more edgy but yeah I think Ubud I love Ubud yeah yeah Yeah, it was a lot of fun cool man cool anything do you have a website anything you want to promote
1: you can find me on Instagram empowerment with Miska cool M-I-I-S-K-A also Facebook Um, yeah cool content um, how soon are you leaving I'm not sure yet okay it's kind of open okay well
0: let me know before you go maybe we could do this
1: again yeah Yeah. Early. okay